the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is Very Bold Radio and Podcast with your host, Steve Teal, bringing encouragement through God's Word and through inspiring interviews. Go to VeryBold.com for information and updates and email Steve at VeryBold.com. And now here's your host, Steve Teal. Welcome. This is part two of our interview with Jacob Coates. He's a baseball pitcher, a local who is now in the Houston Astros organization, doing awesome things in the minor league, but also awesome things with his faith. I'm really, really enjoying getting to know him, and I think you're going to be inspired by his story, too. He's very real, very genuine about the struggles, about the good times, the hard times. And so I want to invite you to listen to our part two of three interview with Jacob Coates. Yeah. All right, that's good stuff. All right, so let's back up. So you were a starter. That's what got me off on my no, tangents no and no stuff. Worries. So you were a starter. Help me out, old brain. Starter. Correct. Yes, and what was happening? What happened um, next? So we were at, you know, I was, wasn't was getting any attention from any four-year Okay, schools. all right. Um, and you were one, throwing, what was your velocity I was again? hopping 84. 84, so yeah. Makes sense why I wasn't, you know. <laughs> uh, but in my mind, it's like, dude, I'm getting guys out. I was having yeah. a good year. Yeah. So, and, you know, like when, when does that kind of – Right, when does that there, matter? I mean, yeah, shouldn't exactly. that count for something? Right, exactly. Um, so I was kind of kind of hitting the panic button a little bit. Okay. You know, and just so happens we go to Angelina College. Okay. I was a starter, wasn't starting that day, so I was in the pen on the radar gun. I mean, I'm sorry, in the stands on the radar gun. Okay, and, um, you're just shooting behind the catcher? Correct, okay. yes, sir, yes, right. sir. So, you know, kind of record it because yeah. oh, yeah, yeah. so we don't have right, any right. charting and like everything. That. Yeah, right, yeah. So I see a scout in the stands um, with a notebook. and uh, oh, I can't wait to hear this. Yeah. And, uh, what is going to happen? It's like a big – like it's it's well known that you don't talk to the scouts. You leave them alone. <laughs> you know, you don't do anything like that. But I'm desperate here, you know. And, uh, you know, he comes down and sits down. I'm sitting there. And, Stop hey, how's it, it going? And uh, he's like, oh, you know, doing good, you know. And uh, it was kind of – the music wasn't playing. It was kind of awkward. So I'm just kind of making a conversation. I'm like, oh, you know, who – you know, yeah. Who are you watching? Yeah, not not who you're <laughs> watching, but but where you're from, you know. Cause okay, he didn't okay. have anything on, you know. Oh, oh yeah. from from Houston Baptist. I'm like, oh, fantastic, you know. And our catcher was already committed there, so oh. um, who I love is thanks Matt Solomon, just an okay. absolute great guy. Good, good. Um, I'm like, oh, you know, awesome, you know. And uh, he was there to watch our our starter that day. His name was Hunter Reeves. Threw really hard, you know. Okay, you know, really solid pitcher and. Um, I said, man, well, you know, it was really nice to meet you as we're leaving the game. I said, it's really nice to meet you. I hope you come back tomorrow. That's what I'm throwing. Oh, no. And, uh, which my buddy Stop next to me, it. who actually got, had the food poisoning, he was sitting next to me. He's like, dude, like, what are you doing? You, you know, can't like, do you don't that. do that. But he's like, yeah, I think, I think I'll be back tomorrow. So he comes back. Come on. Uh, comes back tomorrow. Jacob. I didn't think I had a great outing. You know, I, he I had, came back. He came back. He came back. Uh, they were playing um, on, Stephen of Austin in Nacogdoches, and we were in Lufkin, Texas, so not super far. Yeah, right, right. He comes back and. Um, I didn't think I had a great outing. I was like, yeah, I kind of blew my shot there, you know, but at least I tried, you know, that, that's kind of my, my whole you thing. You got him yeah, there? Yeah, what? I got him there. And uh, Jacob, that's yeah, crazy. A week later, they call me and say, hey, we're going to offer you. So, 
it was uh, divine intervention for him to even be there. And then, you but know, you also had the guts to talk to him. You had the guts, and you kind of broke the rules, the unspoken rules, right. or whatever. Yeah, yeah, and you made it happen. Right, but my my whole mentality is always like, man, I'm I'm at least gonna try. You know, yeah, um, that's that's always what I want to do is at least be able to say, dude, I tried. You know, and yeah. if, if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. But right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> at least I did everything I could possibly do to, to, to try to make it happen, you know, even if wow. I embarrass myself or, or right. you know, if crash and burn. You know? Right. So, yeah. Yeah. So, so a week later, um, does the head coach call to make an offer or how's that work? Um, it was the, the pigeon coach. Pigeon he called coach. me. Okay. Um, well, first, I'm sorry. It was Brent Schmidt that was in the stands. He was, okay. he was the scout that saw me. All right. Good so job. he calls me first. Yeah. Good job. Great dude. Um, you know, another one that, you know, really. Very pivotal, like right? Yeah. He absolutely. believed in you. He believed I in mean... me and gave me a shot. You know, I'm throwing top in 84 miles an hour. Don't have a breaking ball, and he gives me an offer to Division One school. You know, like that's that's pretty unheard of. You know, yeah. Um, so he saw something in me that yes, you know, I, I don't know what he saw. To be honest with you, I mean, um, looking back, is somebody who's a conversation before we write the movie, right? With, uh, with him, yeah. Because we're going to include that, yeah. right? Yeah. So, um, <clears throat> but yeah, Brent Schmidt called me, and you know, he uh, said, "Hey, we're going to offer you," and then he said, "Well, man, you know, I'm going to push you off to the pitching coach here." And, let him talk okay. to you. you. You and him talk about things if you have any questions or anything. Okay. So, yeah, a week after that, I ended up committing. and um, So I got to go with the How catcher. How did it take you a and, week? Um, <clears throat> really, I had decided I mean, you were just trying season. to play hard to get. Not, not even that. Oh, no, uh, man. Yeah, I, I wish it was something cool like that. You know, but I had decided before the season, like, man, I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait to the full season wow. know, if I can, if I possibly can, to just – have everybody that way I can just focus on, you know, trying to get to the playoffs and you know, okay. the, the regional tournament okay. with my guys at Paris. And, yeah. Uh, was trying to wait, trying to wait, trying to wait. But everybody's like, man, I don't want to tell you what to do, but like, what are you waiting on? You know? And they were right. You know, it was, you know, I was probably a little bit of an inflated ego as far as like my abilities, you know, and, uh, you know, that <laughs> division one offer, you know, and, and getting a scholarship offer and everything. Yeah. And throwing 84 miles an hour. Like, yeah, that's not coming anywhere else. And it didn't. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I committed and, um, yeah, uh, ended up at, at HBU there. So, All right, let's yeah. talk about HBU, and I feel like I don't have the video of it, or, or I saw a picture maybe on your Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, was it a HBU that maybe you struck out in one game, like fifteen guys? Fifteen. I mean, yes, sir. Yeah, that was, that was my crazy. final home game. At, at your HBU. final home game. Yeah. Who yeah. were you playing? Uh, we were playing University of Central Arkansas. You struck out fifteen of yes, those sir. bears. Yes, man. sir. Yes, what? Sir. Yeah. So I was uh, – I didn't even know that I was – I had had that many strikeouts. I knew I had a good amount. Okay. Um, but I certainly didn't know that I was anywhere close to the record. I just wanted to go nine innings. I had never gone nine innings in You'd my, never my career. Innings, yeah. Um, um, yeah, never. I think the most – the longest I had had was like seven and two-thirds. So I'm like, yeah. it's my final home game. I'm pitching my butt off. Like, yeah. I, I actually had to beg um, our pitching <laughs> coach. I, I grabbed him by the arm. He was going to take me out to put our closer in after yeah. the eighth inning. Um, wow. Yeah. <clears throat> I grabbed him by the arm. I was like, don't do this to me. Please. I'm begging you. I'm fine. You know, first time of trouble, you can pull me, but just don't do this to me. Like, I'm like literally begging wow. you not to do it. You know? Man, I love your yeah. personality. <laughs> Look at how <laughs> you make you. things happen. So, yeah, it was, it was nice. And he sent me back out there. I gave up the very first pitch. I gave up a, like a oh. slap single through the hole. And he's like looking at me. And I'm like, kind of wag my finger. I'm like, please. Like, I know it's the first time <laughs> trouble, but we're we're not in trouble here. Like, please, please don't. Pull what was me, the score know? of the game? Do you remember? Like, was this a close game? Uh, it was six to one, I believe. Six. Come yeah, on, coach. I, Come I, on, coach. I had thrown a lot of pitches. Oh, like a ton. Okay. Know? Did they have like kind of a natural limit? Uh, yeah, or typically unspoken, like a uh, hundred or so. 
Um, but I, going in, I didn't know this, but going into the ninth inning, I was at 132. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, so, okay. So he's thinking, I don't want to ruin this. Yeah. Which I didn't know then. I just saw him like trying to pull me like, I'm like, dude, no, like, no, you know? So I, I and you were feeling that good. Still? I was feeling good. I was yeah. feeling good. Yeah. 132 yeah, pitches. Yeah. Um, that coach is probably like, please don't say that. Please don't say yeah, that yeah, on the air. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so he, he left me in, you know, yeah. gave up the first pitch hit. You, you um, gave him this? Yeah, like, like just like a little just like, little down here, like not trying to show yeah, him yeah, up yeah, or right, nothing, right, but right, just right. like, just, just please, uh, like, you know, please leave me in. Like, I'm fine. It's not, we're not in trouble here yet. You know, we're, I'm good. Um, I think I got the next guy to pop out on like two pitches and I struck the last you two. You struck out. the last yeah, two. You so, went from 13 to 15. Right, right. So I uh, ended up breaking the record. 15. The previous record was 13. And um, that was actually my buddy Kyle Gruler, who was in the Astros org with me. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. So uh, that was, that was kind of a cool moment, you know, yeah. and, um, especially for the last one uh, at home there, you know, so. Everything about it. Yeah. I mean, anytime 15 out of 27 outs. Yeah. That's yeah. crazy. And the record. Right. Right. And after, after all I had been through, you oh. know, I, I had, um, Struggled at HBU some more. You know, I had uh, oh, a couple let's... injuries, like some some serious injuries there. Oh, okay. I, uh, I tore the labrum in my hip, um, and I had two surgeries on it to repair it. Um, How do you even come back from that? Yeah. That just seems sounds like that's a career ender right. to me. Right. So, how did you come back? Um, had the first surgery. Um, you know, after during my first season or the, the last out of our my first fall at HBU. Okay. I came off the mountain field a bunt and felt it tear. You know, oh. I didn't know it was torn, but I just felt some pain in there. Yeah. Um, ended up playing on it through the whole season, had a really hot start to the season. Um, I was pitching pretty well and yeah. playing a lot. Um, but my performance like quickly dropped off, okay. you know, and I really yeah. struggled. So I ended up shutting it down, um, <clears throat> like three or four weeks left in the season. Like I was in so much pain that I couldn't pitch anymore. Right. You know? um, Is this your junior season? My junior season. Okay. Yes. My first year. First, first two. Yeah. yeah okay. Yes. <clears throat> um, so ended up shutting it down. And ended up having surgery on it in August, August 8th of 2019, 2018, okay. 2019. Yeah, it was 2019. Sorry. Okay. Um, so I missed, you know, the whole fall and I was progressing for like the first month, but after the first month, it just didn't quite feel right. You know, wow. I just felt a little bit, a little bit funky in there, you know? Yeah. And, um, kind of had to fight and advocate for myself to like, man, like I'm, I'm not, <laughs> that is one right, thing you, know? you will do. Yeah, though. You right, will advocate for right. yourself. So, but um, in this case you had to say, I'm not right. Right. Exactly. Cause they're, they're wanting you out there. Exactly. They're thinking you can fight through it, that sort of thing. Right. Exactly. Something. And I'm, you know, it was my senior year and everything. Yeah. It's like, dude, like, you know, they, they basically already spent my scholarship money for the next year. And, um, you know, I was messing up the projections there. So oh, I had okay. to really fight and advocate for myself. Like, dude, I'm not right here. Like I can't, yeah. I can't play. So, <clears throat> I ended up having an, another surgery in February of 2020 um, wow. right before the season. Wow. Um, I actually missed the, like being at the first games um, because I had surgery two days before the, the first game of the season. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they're at Texas tech and, and oh, you know, playing and everything. And I'm there on the couch and yeah, you know, that's hard. You know, not, yeah. not feeling great, you know? Right. Um, so yeah, I was going to miss that season anyway, but then so, COVID hit. So okay. Um, yeah, I sure did. Yeah. yeah. So that, that ended our season about, you know, a month into it. So, right. Right. Um, you know, that I use that time to, to rehab and, and get stronger and, and, you know, keep working on, um, mechanics and came back throwing, throwing pretty well. And, so what, at this point in your career, are you still throwing about 84 or did you say it had got up a little bit? Uh, it got up a little bit. I had, I had hit 90, uh, oh, for the first okay. time. Yes, sir. Okay. Uh, I got with a coach named Micah Bowie. Um, he was okay. a former big leaguer. I got with him the summer after my, um, my final season at Paris uh, so before I got to to HBU, I worked with him and took me from eighty four to to ninety miles an hour. 
That's, that's six miles per hour. Yeah. Who is this guy? How did how did you even know to go to this guy? Um, so someone I go to church with uh, at Bet Shalom and Seguin. Yeah, um, his name is Kerry uh, uh, Everhart. He okay. his son played for him um, for his select team at yeah. the Bowie Baseball Academy, and uh, they put me in contact with him. Uh, tried to do a lesson, but he was actually sick. Um, he had some severe. Um, Surgery complications. Okay. Uh, I'm not sure if you'd want me to share them all. Right, that's fine. Um, but yeah. it's just yeah, some yeah. severe surgery complications okay. that, you know, he's still dealing with uh, okay. to this day. But, mm. um, yeah, put me in contact with them. I had a lesson out there. I really liked the facility. So after that summer, I contacted them being like, hey, can I come work out here? Like, you know, like I just want to coach baseball and be around baseball yeah. and, instead of working at, at Natural Bridge Caverns, you know. And, yeah. yeah. Um, he said, yeah. So he ended up giving me lessons out there as well. Like he would, he would be out there one day a week and – um, I'd come in early and he'd, he'd help me in just like one week we'd work on something and the next week it was fixed and we just kept moving on, moving on, moving on. And, you know, he, he quite literally revolutionized my career. So, um, not wow. only physically, but mentally, you know, and, and having so physically somebody. he took up your velocity six miles per hour, mm-hmm. but it was more the mental side uh, still. Yeah. Still, you know, helping me, um, wow. understand how to, how to, you know, kind of weather the storm a little bit and, okay. you know, how, how to, how to think and how, how to, how to act and, you know, really helping me when I wasn't getting, you know, the playing time I wanted at HBU or, you know, getting the, the, like, I, I felt like I was working harder than what the results I, were get, I was getting, yeah. you know? Okay. Um, so he, he just, just kind of being in my corner was, was huge for me just confidence wise. Like, okay. man, like this guy, you know, he's, he's played major league baseball. He's yeah. got confidence in me. Um, so if he's got confidence in me, I'll have confidence yeah. in me. You know? Okay. So um, he really believed in you oh, yeah. essentially. Mm-hmm. I mean, you had somebody in your corner firmly believing right. in you, but also being able to help you. Absolutely. Yeah. Wow. Absolutely. And okay. He, uh, another one, just a very strong man of God. Um, wow. You know, the, the center of everything he does, even with all that he's been through and my injuries make, you know, okay. his injuries make mine look like, you know, a paper cut. Man. Right. He, uh, right. He, he's got some, some stuff going on, okay. and, um, but still having that faith in wow. God and, and the, the trust in him that, that he will heal and provide. Right. Um, you know, that, that was like, man, it's, you know, it's if he a, can do it, then I can do yeah, it. You it's know? a tested faith. It's right. not just talk. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. Okay. So yeah, to go from that to, you know, breaking the school record, um, for, yeah. you know, division one single game strikeouts, you know, that was, that was pretty special for me. Really, so, really special. Right. Okay. All right. So, um, so that would have been 2021. Correct. Okay. That final season. Correct. Okay. All right. Yeah. So, um, all right, I've got a baseball question, okay. and I know we haven't even talked about faith yet, right, but yeah. uh, the baseball question is just like, what is something that he would work on with you that helped you know with your velocity? You said like you'd work on this thing this week. What I mean, what? Give me a pitching. Uh, so the tip big thing or... was my arm action um, okay. was super late, so it was that was what was causing so much stress on my elbow. Okay, um, and then he was helping me actually use my legs to my advantage. Okay, um, yeah. And I still wasn't able to do it quite as much as he was, you know, helping me with. Yeah. Um, but it was it was still a significant improvement to not just like basically step and throw, um, get a little bit more of a, of a leg drive and you know rotate a little bit better, put more force in the ground. Um, okay. And then you know I got stronger and, and understood more about my body. And, and um, even though I feel like I've kind of evolved past the stuff he's working, he was working on me with. Okay. Working with me on. Just kind of helping me get a feel for my mechanics and, and kind of piquing my interest on on mechanics and, and oh, what to do and okay. instead of just typing in pitching mechanics on Google and getting yeah. you know everybody that's that's wrong and yeah. not specific. Um, he just kind of piqued my interest <laughs> on what to look for and what to feel. Um, so that's even awesome. more so, you know, the physical and the immediate, but what it's led to um, to my, my physical abilities and physical gifts that that 
um, God has blessed me with, you know, being able to realize those that that was directly okay. from Micah Bowie. So, so he uh, gave you a hunger and a thirst that then you've just like, I mean, this is probably a bad example, but I think of like Bryson DeChambeau with golf, right. just how he dove into whatever, all the physics and all the craziness. Right. But it, it sounds like for you, it's like this light switch went on of, man, this is something I can also figure out. Right. Right. Absolutely. And, wow. and that's what kind of led me to start looking on, you know, social media and, um, yeah where I found tread athletics. So it's just kind of one little, one thing leading to another and yeah. uh, on down the line, you know, and, um, just absolute godsense, you know, and yeah. I, people say that a lot, but, and, you know, it kind of gets overused, but truly like no, yeah. looking back, these are straight up gifts from God, you know, right. Um, you know, providing for me and, uh, yeah. So, okay. So, um, remind me of where tread athletics comes in. I know we started talking about them way before, but, where does Tread Athletics come in in the story? So the day after our season ends, I sign up with them. I okay. see them on on social media. Okay, thank you. Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, really liked some of the free content that they were putting out. And But I was like, man, you know, I need somebody. I feel like I had let, I had reached, you know, my maximum potential for my own coaching knowledge. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so I'm like, man, I need somebody that, that can do this for me that can look at the big picture here. You okay. Okay. Um, so I sign up with them, like, you know, talk to my parents, like, hey, this is what I want to do. Are you yeah. cool with it? Um, I actually had some money left over for my student loan because instead Good. of living on campus, I lived in my buddy's living room for <laughs> nine months. Hey. Uh, Matt Faber, you know, he uh, he was very generous to me and, and let me wow. stay there um, so I could afford wow. to keep going to school. And, yeah. So since I had that leftover loan uh, from sleeping in <laughs> his room, smart I was too. able to, to – uh, um, you use that trend. money to, yeah. Yeah. So the, I paid for half. My parents paid for the other half, yeah. um, which was, was basically my graduation present. Um, sure. But it was much more than the financial um, gift and, and relieving that financial burden uh, from me. It was, they still believe in me. Like, you uh-huh. know, like, okay, man, let's do this. You know, yeah. like, we're going to do this. Let's do this. You know, yeah. we didn't come this far to just get this far, you know? Yeah. Um, so that that you know really fueled the fire like yeah you know, like it's not just me being crazy it's, it's right my my mom and dad who right see like man he you know he's not getting the shot that yeah he's yeah. worked for you know so let's wow. keep working until we do it so yeah I got with tread athletics <clears throat> you know kind of stay stagnant because we were trying to stay in shape for the draft and didn't want to tear anything down and okay um you know mechanically and be you know struggle once you know if, if i were to get signed and, and yeah. you know go to pro ball but um, Give me the timeline on this again. Where so this is this is the end of May, beginning of June when okay. I first started with them. Okay, twenty twenty one. Right. Right. Okay. Right. Because right. right. the draft. Yeah. Okay. Right. Gotcha. So it would be in June, right? Right. Usually. Uh, it's July now. It's July. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So right. the first two months. Um, okay. You know, we're just kind of of the six month contract was just kind of staying okay. stagnant. Yeah. I go and play for a month um, in the Appalachian League College Woodbat League. Oh uh, yeah. Up in West Virginia, it was a ton of fun. Played really well. Okay. <clears throat> Struck out a ton of guys. Yeah. Um, yeah. Is your where's your velocity at that point? I'm like 91 to 92, oh top gosh. 94. So it's just slowly kind of you know <laughs> gaining just yeah. a little bit more, yeah. you know. <clears throat> but you know, still you know, it was after the draft, so I didn't, I didn't get yeah. any, anybody any interest, you know. Yeah. Um, come home. I would do what's called a deload period, kind of get my armor break, but still working on some mechanics. Do that for a month. Then I ramp up for a month, get my arm in shape. That way it's not just easy throwing, yeah. going straight to high effort. It's like slowly increasing effort. Okay. I'm still working on my mechanics, working on, you know, basically my legs and you know, my hips weren't rotating okay. at all um, when, you know, to actually help me throw. So okay. worked on that. Do you figure my, that out or do they figure they that figure out? They figure that out. I mean, me. they're yeah. watching you and they're. Right. Okay. So it's all remote. You know, they're based out of North Carolina, but oh, I stayed here and did it. So I'm okay. sending them videos and then yeah. sending videos back and just kind of yeah, communicating I see. constantly. I see. 
Um, but my coach really went overboard um, for me, um, you know, or I guess not overboard, but above and beyond. Okay. Um, you know, I heard he literally lost sleep trying to figure out ways to make me better. You know, so Corey Wilder um, there, he, uh, you know, was really invested in me and really wanted to see me, um, you know, realize my goals and my dreams there. So, wow. Yeah, we worked hard. You know, he and, he and I worked really, really hard. Um, and my first time back on the mound, I uh, I got up to 98. So um, your, your first time back on the mound mm-hmm. after, after that? After the deload period. Yes, yeah. Sir. So two months of, of really tough and detail-oriented work, I, I get back up there and I've, I've gained four miles an hour. Wow. Yeah. I mean, and four miles per hour going from 94 to 98. Right. I mean, that's a huge, huge, huge jump. Yes, it's, I mean, when you're up that high, right. like 94 to 95 would have been, man. Yeah, no, that's what I was expecting was, man, if I can get to 95 and then maybe a little bit more next month, maybe try to get 96. But to go from 94 to, to 98. That's um, insane. Yeah. So that was that was pretty special. My dad was there. It was just he and I. I was thrown into a fence and he was holding the, the, the camera and the radar gun for me and <laughs> Uh, I don't have pitches. that video, but I saw it. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, so first Tell couple pitches, I, uh, um, you know, I was ninety four, ninety five. So I was like, okay, cool. But there was that little hope in me that I would do something crazy, you know. Yeah. So I take a deep breath, um, you know, relax my shoulders. Yeah. And you can hear it on the video. I say, okay, I'm gonna hit ninety six here. Oh. Okay. He goes, not nah, hit ninety seven. So I kick my leg Wait. and let it fly, and it's ninety eight. And his job was to hold the camera <laughs> and then the radar guns. Uh, right to get so you in can there see so I can, it yeah you know, send it out to, to scouts if i needed to if it was something crazy so he flips out turns the radar gun away the camera's like barely on me i'm flipping out and um you know just stop the bullpen there and i, I go and give him a hug we just kind of shared that moment yeah. like dude like this is this is real you know like i i, I just did that and wow uh, go back and you know i'm 97 for like three more pitches wow six and then i end the bullpen and wow um really soaked up that moment but then it was like okay like it's time to start you know, kind of putting things together and get, you know, get video out to scouts and have people, you know, try to have people come see me so I can, you know, yeah. make this, make this kind of happen here. Yeah. Um, but how that do was, you that do, very special. how do you do that? Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. incredibly special. Yeah. And it's so cool that your dad, right, you know, absolutely. I mean, who believes in you so much, right, right. That, that's an incredible moment. Right. Yeah. Very cinematic. Yeah, I would yeah, say, yeah, I, would I, say. I, would, I would say so too. Yeah. I'm, I'm a little bit biased. Though, <laughs> so. um, but yeah, so I started sending wow. that out on, on social media. Okay. Um, okay. I, I posted it. Um, there's a, there's a free account, um, that you can tag and, and, um, send stuff out to called flat ground app. Okay. Um, it's made by a group called, or, uh, an account called Pitching Ninja, cool. uh, but he has a huge following on Twitter. He posts videos and uh, yeah. pitch scripts and some really cool stuff on Twitter. Okay. But he made this that way; it's a free, um, completely accessible yeah. um, to anybody anywhere. Um, you know, resource for guys to get seen and, and discovered there. So, wow! Uh, tagged him uh, or tagged that app, and then Flagground app, but tagged that account, and then um, tagged Tread Athletics. They retweeted it, and then they tweeted some more stuff about me. Yeah, um, and I started getting some people, you know, hitting me up and. Also, me reaching out to some scouts. You know, I actually reached out to the Astro scout. Um, yeah, that ended up signing me. Um, How, how'd you do that? And he, man, you yeah. you still are making it happen. Yeah. Like at that point, some people just be like, "All right, I put it out there. Right. Come on." Right. I mean, I just hit ninety eight, ninety seven. All this. Come on. Right. Go ahead. Right. But you still are like, yes, sir. All right. Yeah. What is it about you? You're just like hey. I mean, this is just what I want to do. Yeah, I feel like dream. this is what God is calling me mm. to do. Um, this, you know, every everywhere I go, every time I, you know, sign with a new team or go play somebody somewhere else, that's yeah. a, the way I see it is a new group of people to talk to. You know, yeah. honestly, probably bore about it, but uh, to <laughs> to talk to about you know my faith and and, and what I do. You know, and, wow. Um, you know, not a whole lot of people know about messianic Judaism. You know, right. Um, so. 
I will say that you know yeah. that, that is a, that is a huge part. You know, but yeah. it, it also helps that I, I truly love to play baseball. You know, that's, right. that's what fires me up, and you know, just feeling the ball just jump out of my hand is, you know, yeah. what, what kind of gets me up in the morning. Yeah. Um, so it, it's nice. That's my outlet. You know, that I get to do what I love, yeah. and that's my outlet. You know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's you know that's that's how I see it. And, um, just always pray, like you know, God, if you want me, if you want me to keep playing, let me keep playing. Yeah. You know, if this is the end of the road, let me be okay with that. Um, which I think would take more work than than I like to admit uh, to yeah. just be okay with it. You know, sure, uh, sure. But <clears throat> if this, I try to pray. You know, my dad prays, my mom prays as well. Like you know, if this is as far as I go, you know, it was, it's been good. It's been right. really good. Um, but I pray there's there's more. You know, yeah. for uh, personal selfish reasons, I hope there hope there's more. You know, right? Um, sure. I, I truly, really, truly enjoy doing this. Right. You know, so. Well, let's talk a little bit more about your faith, and then I want to come back to yeah, yeah, you know the you reaching out to the Houston scout yeah. and him wind up you know signing you. Talk to me about your faith as a Messianic Jew. I okay. mean, what is yeah. that? What does that look like? Uh, How's that different? I mean, you grew up you know right, yeah. Catholic first, and then Oak Hills Christian sort of church. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. So you know, my uncle. You know, kind of after after going to, to Oak Hills, you know, my uncle kind of presented yeah. presented my parents, um, and then us with some information saying, you know, we're missing, you know, kind of dropping the ball on some of the stuff, we're missing the boat on some yeah. of the stuff, and my parents looked over it and read, and you know, they felt convicted by it, and they felt yeah. like that was the way to go. Um, they presented it to us, um, saying, look, you know, we think this is the truth, we think this is the way to go. Yeah. But by all means, if you truly believe and, and read differently, then do that. It was, yeah. you know, it was never you have to do this. This right. is what we will do in this house. It was. You know, you you will go to church. You know, you will right. you'll find a church home. Um, you know, but you know, guiding us that way. But it was never like a forced thing. You have to do this, or you have to be here. You know, you have to believe or right. do say think this. You know, um, so I I think that that was something that I, I've never heard from anybody else. Yeah, um, when they talk about their faith, yeah, I think that's something that's that's really good from my parents. Um, perspective you know a, yeah. a great great parenting moment for them yeah uh, to yeah. give us the freedom to to do what we feel is is the truth to you know truly believe our faith and, and right. take ownership of our of our faith i love jacob Coates. is this guy not great we're having an awesome time getting to know him in fact we're having such an awesome time that we've got a part three of this interview with jacob so i want to invite you to listen to part three that'll be coming up just in a week And I want to remind you that we are Very Bold Radio and Podcast, and we are Very Bold because of the great hope that God has given you and God has given me through Jesus Christ. So I invite you to remember what the Apostle Paul wrote in 2 Corinthians 3.12. Therefore, since we have such a hope, we are Very Bold. Very Bold Radio and Podcast with your host, Steve Teal, bringing encouragement through God's Word and through inspiring interviews. Go to VeryBold.com for information and updates and email Steve at VeryBold.com. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.